Well, yeah, I don't know where he's at. No. No, he's supposed to be here. And then he calls me like last minute. And he's like, yeah, we're not even. What's that? Oh, we're, we're live. On today's episode, episode 89 of the. What? Wait. Over the. Oh, hello. On episode 89 of the Hollow Chronicles, I've got Rook from Rook and Titus podcast. We're going to talk Punisher, Star Wars, Bigfoot. And of course, Jackson 5 is here to give us more than five. Hit it, Josh. Well, hello there, Rook. How do, you, how do you like that? Those acting chops. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hollow Chronicles. We've got Rook in the room right now. He's sitting in Andy's seat. How does it feel? Damp. <laughs> moist. Woo. Well, uh, yeah, a little bit of a cat's away. So the mice will play going on today. Uh, Josh. Yeah, I saw and on Rook. Twitter that he's doing something with Squatch. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. He's just, he's, he's, he's lazing around. You know Andy. Yeah, hanging out with Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah. Having oh, yeah, that was Matt. superimposed. Yep, yep, that happens. Uh, no, uh, Andy's out on some family business. Um, uh, his boy made it to, I think, the regionals or the finals or whatever, the state uh, baseball uh, event he's got up north uh, above Seattle. So he's there for five days of baseball. But that's like cricket with running, right? It Baseball? is. It's okay. exactly. Right. It is exactly. So, uh, but yes. Uh, so we're here. Uh, uh, Rook and I bring Rook in. Rook is a fellow podcaster, creator himself of of many things uh, outside of just listening to himself talk. Um, and uh, a nerd. he's a nerd, and we're bringing him in. Uh, so, so Rook, tell people a little bit. Like, if you could just see, like, I don't know, two sentences. <laughs> impossible anyway if you could like, just like quick like three words that, about you what what's rook josh's friend yeah yes and um, in my own world yeah yeah pretty yeah. much but also a collector i am definitely a collector a severe collector an ocd collector that's right and here we are on a collector's show yes. star wars focused which you have, you can you dip your toes in pretty heavily, right? You know your way about some I Star Wars. I have performed Star Wars weddings. He's performed Star Wars weddings. I have not. So that's that's a one well, in your I, category. There. Are you an ordained minister? Though? I am. Are you? Oh, so that's uh, that's a double check right there. But I'm the only atheist ordained minister. So <laughs> you win. All right. <laughs> no. So anyway, and you have your own show, right? What's the show called? Uh, Rook and Titus. Rook and Titus. Yeah. And what do you guys do? R double O K. The letter N T I D A S and we just we podcast we don't have video because neither one of us are attractive and so yeah so uh we just sit and bs we talk about everything from bigfoot to birthday cakes and everything in between and star wars uh, we do we uh, well okay i i love star wars i've embraced star wars my whole life because i'm a nerd right right but then titus prior to meeting me had never seen a single star wars film right it's sacrilege but right and so i made him watch a new hope and then you and andy did a podcast on on my you came on to my podcast sure 
and Titus tried and to, had to answer I tried to explain the plot of a new hope. He tried to explain a new hope from the perspective, which was kind of cool of someone that has no Star Wars. And how old, how old is Titus? Uh, 46. Yeah. So like he's gone, but he's half a century without seeing Star Yeah. Well, he's a logger, you know, yeah, and yeah. that's, you know, and if you listen to the show, you understand <laughs> he, he has no pop culture in him at all. Nice. All right, so that's a good show. I'll put a link to that show down below since I'm on it. Andy and I are. Yeah, on you it, so and Andy are. Oh, except Andy, it, I sped him up the whole show. Oh, that's right. Every time he talked, because I can go in and because mine's an audio podcast. So every time he talked, I doubled his speed of his voice, <laughs> which he was aware of <laughs> so, after the fact. Oh, that's great. Uh, so tell me, uh, when's the first time you experienced Star Wars? Uh, when I was 10 years old, that's May right. 25th, uh, my, that's my birthday, and I went to see Star Wars in the theater, but it was in uh, Mount Shasta Mall, and it was weird because when I saw Star Wars, and then I, would, I went to school, and then it, they pulled it like after a week, and I went to school, and I was telling everyone about Star Wars, and then when they went to see it right before summer, and they all came back, and we were talking about stuff, and I would talk about these scenes like Biggs and all this other, all that extra stuff that they cut out because apparently I went to one of the pre, yeah, I don't know what you call it. The, I guess it was a test audience, mm, okay. but I saw one of the test audience, so I saw him actually go to Tossage Station and stuff like that. And so for years and years, I would tell people about it, and it never came out on the VHS, and and they're like, no, 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 and. Then finally, with the DVD release, I was like, that's it. That's the scene. The roller disco scene, you know? Because <laughs> that's what it reminded me of, roller disco. Awesome. And did did you fall in love like everyone else? Or Yeah, I bought. Uh, I went out and bought the trading cards because I was 10. That was the thing sure. to do. And I had those up until, when was your birthday? Uh, April of 77. No, I mean... So oh, April. up until, yeah, this yeah. year. Yeah. So I've had those Star Wars cards since I was 10 years old and have, you know, taken them, taken care of. I think the only one I ever bought after the fact, those were all original that I bought when I was a kid. But I have OCD, so I take care of stuff. Mm -hmm. But was the, uh, the C-3PO without the <laughs> junk. Because <laughs> the one I had actually had the had junk. The junk, yeah. yeah. So. Yep. And, yep. Then and if you don't know what we're you. talking about, DM us. <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, first, we got to do some business. Uh, we want to thank everyone here in the chat for joining us tonight. Awesome to have you here. We got a fun show. We're going to go off the rails a little bit as far as what we talk about, but we've got some interesting stuff. I'm fascinated and always have been by Rook and his. I just am because of your collecting prowess. Now, you've said you have OCD. I get it, but there still takes a level of commitment you know, even beyond, you know, the kind of that completest type of mentality, which is very OCD, right? Yeah. Like got to get the first and the last and everything in between. So we've got some interesting stuff. Uh, as you can see by Rook's attire, uh, there may be a particular superhero you're into, you know, whatever, or we call anti-hero, whatever you want to call him, right? Anti-hero. Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, awesome. But before we get there, remember, you can uh, like and subscribe, follow us here on uh, YouTube or Facebook, wherever you're watching us, share it. We've got some fun news we're going to share a little later. 
and uh, about an, a toy auction, a vintage toy, Star Wars toy through brand new stuff that we are auctioning off on August 1st. We'll talk a little more about that later, but just keep it, keep it in there. We need, we need everyone there because I'm telling you what, it's, it's some very, very good stuff, and I'll hit you with the list here in, in a bit. But before we do that, we have to bring in, especially since now you, you missed one detail about yourself that I would, I would, if somebody asked me to classify you maybe with 10 things, this would be top five, if not top three or two, below Josh's friend, uh, comic book collector extraordinaire. How many comics do you own? Uh, OCD, come on, you better have an exact number. Well, I, I actually do. But um, in my house, not counting my storage shed, but in my house, I have 164,000. Oh, is that all? Well, that's in my house. And then I have uh, two off-site storage sheds. Where at? What's well, the combination? <laughs> <laughs> so you have quite a few. Yes. Yes. Boxes and boxes. And as an eyewitness, I have seen them. I didn't count them personally. Well, every box is labeled. And then I keep track of them on comicbookpriceguide.com. Okay. And so I, if you were to come over to me and say, hey, I want, you know, Star Wars issue number 68, I could tell you if I had it and if I had it, which box it's in, and I can go right to it. <laughs> Dear God. I have bins I loaded up like two weeks ago, and I don't know what the hell's in them. See, and now every one of my bins where I keep <laughs> my toys has a number on it, and then I have an app that tracks all my bins and toys in my bins. That's great. Well, hey, some of your friends. Now, Rook's been in the chat, but some of your friends are in the chat. You got Dale Erdman. Mr. Rez is in the chat. We got Gilster. Welcome, Gilster. Some more. Oh, my computer's not working. We got some new people. We got uh, maybe new to my eyes. Sorry if, if you've been in before. Um, Jackson. No, I'm just kidding. We know who Jackson is. Uh, we got Chris uh, Ryans and uh, Buppenheim. Buppenheim's here. That's a rad name. Uh, <laughs> Buppenheim. I like Gilster. I, yeah, Gilster's He's awesome. funny uh anyway thank you very much jackson is with us i'm gonna bring him in let's get this party started yes. it's gonna be a comic fest like you've never seen before as these two comic titans go at it here we go Excellent. <laughs> oh jackson, yeah jackson welcome first so I, go ahead it was the first time i could actually listen to that song are you kidding me I, just what i was gonna say i was like this is a, a first uh we've got it tuned down i mean it's jackson so wanted loud, to make sure his normally. presence was was apparent <laughs> in the first uh episodes with us and now we've taken it down everyone knows who jackson is now we don't need to blow their eardrums just to let them remember us right yeah. Right, yeah. Jackson? We're, we're going to keep on just uh, slowly turning down the theme song. <laughs> Every episode will go down a couple of pegs. <laughs> a couple of I'm pegs. I'm okay with that. And the video will go away, and then, yeah, and then yeah. Jackson will be off screen. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, Josh. Wow. No, no. I just was following your trail, man. I didn't know what you were no, Sorry. No, no, no. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> best, intro, best intro ever, by the way. Best intro ever. Oh, the stuff of leggings. We got it. All right. Well, um, <laughs> Jackson, uh, I know you've got yeah. a bit of a fun stuff for us today. So why don't you take it away, man? You've got the helm. Sure. Okay. Uh, well, the last um, last time we talked, I believe we talked about issue number one. Uh, and, oh, man, we've been kind of going through the main titles of the Marvel comics. But 
what I wanted to do is talk a little bit about kind of a comic blind spot for me. Uh, Star Wars, the Clone Wars, uh, the series that came out uh, from Dark Horse. And that started in 2008. Let me just pull up the old video troller here. Okay. Now, so, uh, wow. yeah. So the first issue was released September 10th, 2008. Uh, the comics, the first arc, uh, six issue arc was written by Henry Gilroy, who you might recognize as the head writer for the Clone Wars animated series. So they were very well tied in to the uh, to the cartoon itself um, and also operated very similarly in, in that they uh, had multiple arcs. So the first arc, Slaves of the Republic, uh, was issues one through six. In uh, the Service of the Republic was issues seven through nine. And then Hero of the Confederacy was issues 10 through 12. So uh, it was a 12-issue run. Um, September 10th, 2008 was the first issue dropped January 6th, 2010. I'm sorry. September 10th, 2008 was the first issue. January 6th, 2010 was the last issue. Now what we're looking at right now is issue one. That's the, um, that's the cover a, so that's the, the primary variant. So if you went into the comic book shop in 2008, this is most likely the issue that you would see. And I want to bring that up again. This is, uh, I love this art, by the way. Can you guess the cover artist, Josh? <laughs> Come on. Rook? No, no, I cannot. Rook, you know this. Look at that signature down there, bottom right. Does that make any memories? I'm, no, I'm drawing a blank. That's okay. Uh, you may recognize him. He's a young man with some talent. His name is Dave Filoni. Oh, yeah. So oh. Dave Filoni, Dave Filoni did the cover art for the f uh, the first issue. Actually, uh, both variants of that. This is what this is the cover without um, without the actual logo. So uh, it's beautiful art. They've actually uh, you've actually seen it. Yeah, I, and I I don't believe that they released it as a version, but you can. You can find pictures of it online. Uh, there were only two cover variants released, uh, cover A and cover B from issue number one. And, and as you guys know, we've talked about um, particularly like the modern style of releasing comics. There's, you know, when when issue one came out of the newer Star Wars run, there was about, I think, 100 variants of that, which mm -hmm. obviously led that issue to become one of the highest selling comics in marvel history uh for this one there were only two now um it was it was geared towards uh maybe uh the clone wars audience i think which was, at the time was mostly maybe older children uh so the comics didn't really sell a lot uh on the newsstands which is uh i think maybe in a lot of ways good for collectors uh, if you want to look at issue number two in uh, CGC, I'm sorry, no, that's not even CGC. That's a that's a loose copy. Right now, that's going. This is the lowest price I could find for issue number two, and mm. that's ninety five dollars. Um, now, just a noteworthy, Josh. This is the first uh, issue number one is the first appearance in comics of Ahsoka Tano. Oh, now, okay. So. Uh, as as Rook knows, um, when you release a comic with a like a first appearance of a character, it 
it does have a significant impact in uh, in that collectibles value. Um, and and it's you know, I'm sure Rook has the you know the first appearance of Punisher. That's a that's a huge one. Uh, but I mean, this is this is a, a big one for you know for the Star Wars universe. And awesome. now, how much do you think that would go for, Josh? Which one? The one you just talked. I thought you uh, showed me ninety five. Or what issue was that? Well, that that's issue number two. Okay. Now, issue number one is the first appearance. Oh, how much do you think that would go for? Of Ahsoka Tana? Hmm. I'd have to say I'd start at fifteen hundred. I would say four twenty. Four hundred and twenty? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Wow, we okay. have a spectrum here. Is that okay. is weird? Well, well that's that's, that's okay. Snoop Dogg right. reference or something? <laughs> no. What's going on here? All right. No. All right. Yeah. <laughs> one dollar. Matt goes with one dollar. Right, right, right. All right. Okay. Oh! So, what did I say? I, was I said 15. I'm in 15. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's crazy. So I I have seen uh, loose copies on eBay for about four hundred yeah, to five hundred dollars. Nine point eight graded. I know, I know, I know. And but that's that's Cheater. that's the I know, I know. But that's the absolute. We like to go all the way to the to the limit. We like to to test the boundaries oh, here. Okay, okay. Now oh, this you is again. Tell Rook that. I'm sorry, Rook. This this that's the way we do here on Jackson mm. Five. Now that's uh now again that's the cover A. That's the cover A. There was two covers for issue number one. And both variants were again illustrated by um by Dave Filoni. This is the second copy. Now I want you to look at the the bottom right hand corner of that. What does that say, Rook? Tell me. One of, mm, go ahead, Rook. He didn't bring his glasses. Oh God! Sorry, Rook. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Yeah, Josh, come on. It's smaller than an iPad. This computer. <laughs> it's Josh. What does that say? It says one of one thousand copies. Okay. So uh, there were there was a lottery uh, for uh, comic book sellers. Uh, if you won the lottery, you would get you would receive ten copies of this, and Whoa. they did that throughout the country, I believe, and throughout the distribution area. So 1,000 copies of this comic exist. Mm. Now, okay, now... What's we're a normal gonna go, run? Oh, a lot. Comic a run. lot more than 1,000. I mean, okay. I'll, I'll, yeah. 100,000? Yeah, that's that's really small. And considering that they distributed it, you know, uh, so so closely, it's a it's a high-value high commodity. Now, uh, let's check this out here. What okay, the? yeah. So again, that's signed. It's not. It's not. Um, it's not in the CGC. It's not graded. I don't. I don't know anybody that would pay that much for that copy. Uh, but again, you, you're you're talking about a very speculative market. Eighteen thousand dollars for the first appearance of. Oh God, Gilster! Come on. <laughs> well, you know what. He's he's about as close as I would be. Eighteen yeah. uh, K yeah. is is yeah. a lot of scratch, especially not for a graded. But again, this is one of those comic series that it's a it's a moment in time. It it evolved as the Clone Wars series was evolving, and um, it was one of those things. You know, it was it was it highlighted all the characters from the Clone Wars uh, animation, and particularly Ahsoka Tano. Um, and again, you know, that this is before people really knew that Ahsoka Tano would be one of the most popular characters in Star Wars. So, 
Um, so tell me this, when, yeah. when they won the lottery and they got 10 issues, you mm-hmm. know, for whatever dealer, did they sell it at face value or because of that lottery, did it, did it go off the shelf? Did it automatically not even get hit the market at a comic, you know, a normal 50, yeah, you, 50, you would whatever. probably have to pay like $50 for it, uh, on the shelf. Yeah. Usually if you if, get one of those, if they would even put it out, right. You right. know how comic shops are. Yeah. Uh, Exactly. <laughs> I used to work at a shop and, and we, we would, uh, I would, I would we try to get in. <laughs> no, I, I would try to get in and, and, and uh, maybe set aside a few things, but I always, I only set aside things as long as there were uh, other copies, you know? Um, but yeah, I would, I would have totally set aside one of those. That's a, uh, that's a score. And it that's... would have been, I still would have paid $50 or like $25 for it. It would have been worth it. I've I've done that plenty of times for those those hard to find variants. Um, yeah. Now, do so you know Ahsoka anyone? Tano. Do you know anyone that owns one of those? I have seen people mention this online that they have it, and and <laughs> I don't have it. I don't have it. You don't. Uh, have I was waiting, Jackson. No. I was waiting. No. So far, you've been like, no. you see how much this is worth, and then you'll go. Hmm? Yeah. No. 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 I know. I know. I, I I love to do that, but this is one of those comics that I hope to <laughs> eventually attain. If anybody wants to sell it to me at a you know significantly discounted rate, you know, call me. As as Raven awesome. would say, call me. call me. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, and I I actually liked uh, doing some research on this because it's not. Uh, a comic series that I grew up with. It's, and it's not one that I owned. Um, I'm trying to chase down. Uh, I know. See, yep. I know. I know. <laughs> Roundhouse kicking myself. Is, is and and that's, and that's kind of, you know, th- this is one of those things where every time you go into the comic shop and it, particularly the Star Wars titles and even some of the IDW titles, I, I, I debate whether or not I should take a chance on some of those like, you know, low variants because you never know if if it's gonna end up um you know doubling or tripling in value so yeah that one we a lot of people slept on and it happens you know just just buy it next time that's all yeah but it's a lot easier when you're focused on something like star wars yeah whereas when you go in and you're like you have a variant of 47 different books now you've got 200 books you have to buy yeah but yeah, it's kind of nice that you can focus on Star Wars. Well, I mean, before that was the case when there was just one Star Wars title, but now there's, uh, oh, yeah. you, there's usually at, at least five concurrent uh, uh, Star Wars titles. I think right now it's what War of the Bounty Hunters, Star Wars. You got the IDW, Star Wars Adventures. You've got High Republic Adventures. You've got the High Republic. I, I think I might be missing a few, but um, there, there's, a, there's a lot a comic. Buying comics and collecting comics is expensive, as you know. And I, I used I used to do the same thing, by the way, with the uh, software to keep track of, of my comics and locations and whatnot. And I haven't done that in, <laughs> in a year. So I, I've, a, I literally have piles. It's ridiculous. It's $8 a month subscription. Yeah. What is it? Are you using CLZ? No, uh, CPL. Okay. Comics Price Guide. Oh, nice. yeah. okay. oh man man all right yeah. so jackson do you have anything that's a pretty that's that's a pretty 
I never would have taken because I would have said like me with Star Wars. I never connected Star Wars very heavily to comics. I know that's a naive comment, <laughs> but what I mean is, what I mean is, from a from like a, a Superman, Batman, you know, iconic yeah. comic down to like, yeah, you're gonna have the ancillary, you know, shoot offs. And I I considered Star Wars that. Oh, they made a comic out of it, but it's real. It's real powers in the movies. It's in the toys, you know, but not mm-hmm. so much. Well, it's even in the print. Uh, outside, I would I would almost have ranked him like that, but to see now, something the that one can go with the for... green head there, Jackson. Uh, if you, oh, you can't go back. You no, it's coming back. back now. Yeah, that looks almost like an Alex Ross. That is, uh, let me see. That's a winter. Uh, I think that's winter Kit Fisto right there. Oh yeah, mm. winter Kit. Uh, and and let's see the co- the cover artist is Brian Kalen O'Connell. That's who I was talking about. Alex. <laughs> no, I was, no, I was, I was talking about Alex Ross being the cover artist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Not wow. bad by Filoni, though, right? No, no, no. and I got to be honest. I, you know, for Filoni was only introduced to me through the Clone Wars, and then mm-hmm. you know, obviously, what, what's, what is, what's he doing now? Anyway, Everything. whatever, whatever Spaghetti that project Westerns. is. Yeah, whatever that project is. Um, <laughs> uh, he, you know, so I didn't know that he was an artist. Yeah, not bad art, not bad art. So that means he's yeah. he's drawn boards all day long, then, huh? For yeah, the, I think uh, if you look at the, um, I don't know if you've picked up the Clone Wars uh, uh, concept art book, Mm-mm. and even the Rebels one too. I think there's there's a significant amount of sketches that that he's done in there. Um, yeah, it's it. It it's it's good art too, actually. I mean, it's um, that particular one. The the cover A is kind of iconic, and I believe uh, there's a. I wish I could have found it before the show, but there was there's one where it's uh, it's just Vader and, and kind of standing in the same position mm. uh, by himself. By, by Filoni. Yes, awesome. I believe so. Yeah. Um, well, great. Yeah. So that's that's the Jackson Five. I try to keep it is to uh, you know Jackson fifteen five? and a half. Does Impossible. he have to leave? He doesn't. Jackson, no, do you want to stay no. around for a minute? I'm sticking okay. around. Yeah, yeah, of course. So his five is done. His five. <laughs> and now my five is over. You're now his five is over. Five. Now, you're just, uh, now you're just part of the show, um, which you have been, of course. Just well, thank you so one, much one, for two, that. Uh, Jackson, yeah. that's awesome info. I love your eBay tie-ins when you can grab an $18,000 comic. That's just ridiculous. I mean, there's somebody out there that pays for it, right? Or they, they overprice it so that they can price it down to where they where it really should be but it sat out there for two months at 18 and when someone rolls across to 14 they're like oh yeah baby found it (laughs) so i mean you know you never know right that's you still have a deal (laughs) so thanks for that all right um before we get back to it uh thank you very much uh again welcome everyone in the chat um i'm gonna keep throwing a plug i'm gonna throw the plug right now so that we can move on because i can't wait to talk to rook a little bit about some of the stuff he's got going on but listen, this is a this is an important important announcement. Hollow Chronicles on August first will have a live toy auction for charity, uh, starting at one p.m. Pacific and uh, three p.m. Eastern, and wherever the hell that is where you live. So uh, do the math. Do the math. Google help. You know, I can't say her name. She'll talk, but you know that uh, Amazon device will tell you exactly what time it is anywhere if you just ask her. Um, but We've got a great, uh, I'm excited about this. Andy's been working his butt off um, uh, collecting uh, various uh, donations. And by the way, I am just floored, and so is Andy, uh, by the amount of generosity out there from from our 
our favorite collectors, our followers, and, and our patrons that um, have already shipped some amazing stuff, which I'll show you at the end. Kind of if you want to stick around and maybe get a list of things that you could start saving some, some dollars for. Um, and it all goes to an amazing cause, and that is um, OHSU Dornbeckers, which is a local children's hospital um, to where we live here in the Northwest. It's in Portland, Oregon. Both of my daughters have had to go to uh, Dornbeckers, uh, and, and both times were really stressful, hard times for a parent or parents. Um, and when, usually when your kid goes to Dornbecker, it's it's the it's pretty much the uh the, i don't know what to call it it's like that's you're going there and you're getting the best of the best and they do the best work um uh in in the area and and that means you may have a severe problem of course there's lots of kids with worse ailments than mine but um, a very awesome cause um and uh and we're excited so we might need we need your help getting more eyes on this auction than than just you guys that show up and we love you for our regular shows um, this is going to be a good one. We've got some amazing stuff, and uh, just to just to maybe just hit you with a few, we're we've got a a vintage Millennium Falcon complete. That means it's got it's got the training ball. That's a big that's a big deal right there. We got a training ball. If you don't know it, that's a big deal because it's tiny and and it's on a string. Uh, we've got uh, we've got some signed stuff. We've got something from uh, Dominic Pace's Gecko signed stuff. A couple of those. Um, some exclusive uh, tar target exclusive Clone Wars Black Series set of four Mandalorian retro sets Palatoy MOC Klaatu. Uh We got a Vader Tie Fighter model, a vintage Wicket Stuffy. I mean, come on, who doesn't want a vintage Wicket awesome. Stuffy? Uh, uh, along with uh, some no, hold on, this one right here. This one blows me away, and there's more. So I'm gonna I'm gonna save those for later, so you'll sit and listen. <laughs> but there is an Anvos first order trooper helmet from Paul's Collectibles that he's done. a helmet, a full blown helmet from Paul's Collectibles. Um, and holy cow, we're so thankful. There's been a few other donors, and and I don't want to miss them. And like I said, I'm going to read them later because I'm going to show you some of this stuff. But there you go. So so thank you for listening to that. We will get back to that in a bit. But uh, Rook. Yes. You're the guy. You sat. You sat here through all this just so you could talk. I'm sure. No, no, I'm it's, it's worth no, a love, worthy cause. Yeah, it's a Dorn very Beckers. worthy cause. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. And you know Dornbecker's in our area, of course. So awesome. Um, yes, Gilster, vintage Millennium Falcon. I can see it from here. Yeah, it's right there. It's right over there. Over there. Right over there. That's right. So, uh, uh, Rook, let's get back to. Let's get to. Look, like I said, and I mean, I mean this sincerely. I, I'm impressed with your collecting prowess, and I had, and I've had it before, but recently had the pleasure of kind of walking through your your man cave, so to speak, where you stuff all of your stuff in every little crack and crack. It is the most. I mean, you talk about OCD. Actually, if I could say real briefly that when you first met me. I would talk about all these things that I had, mm -hmm. and we worked together. Mm -hmm. 1995. Yeah, and you were, the, I would go, oh, yeah, I've got that, and we'd talk, and then mm -hmm. I'd go, oh, yeah, I got that. And you, the whole time you were like, this guy's so full of shit. Yeah, no, that was exactly oh, sorry. it. No, I'd, I, would, uh, I would go home and tell my uh, then uh, you know, wife, soon-to-be soon wife, I'd be like, this guy at work, he's got everything. 
So he says. So he says. Yeah. And then you came over to the house and yeah. you were like, yeah. oh, I thought you were lying yeah, this whole time. I thought you were full of crap, man. You backed it up. You backed it up. So, but, and have continued to collect since. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we already established that you've got a lot of comics and your favorite comic is, just taking a guess. My favorite character? Character. Or my favorite character. Jack of Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is that i don't even know who that is is oh that's why i collect punisher <laughs> i see it's for jack of parts okay uh so yeah just dive in tell tell where'd you get this punisher obsession uh i when i was a kid i started out reading uh spider-man in fact oh let's see it let me show it here yeah, i don't know uh, you're doing okay wait wait tip down there tip down there that's my very first comic ever. Hmm. Which I love. I mean, that's more valuable than... Yeah, it's worth more than anything else in my collection because it was the first one that... I mean, I put it in a frame and everything. But it was a... It's Spider-Man issue 106. The condition is not even... I mean, it's not good at all. But <laughs> it is the very first comic book that I ever bought from Safeway in Redding, California. Wow. And I, you know... What's the advertisement on the back? That's always my favorite. Uh, sea monkeys. No, it's that's a good one. Selling seeds. Oh, that's close. No, come on, that I, was close. Yeah, honorable. It's mention. in the it's in the uh, flora fauna uh, category. <laughs> yeah. Sea monkeys. Yeah. But so I, I just I knew I wanted to collect something, and I I couldn't. I loved Spider Man when I was a kid. Yeah. I loved Spider Man the Hulk, and the Hulk was on TV, and Spider Man. They had like these short little vignette movies, and to me, those were the best. Of course, everyone knocks on them now, but I thought they were great. But I wanted to collect something, and you you could not have an income and collect Spider-Man. Because they were everywhere. It was everywhere. Right. And you, you could never catch up. You could not catch up. You know, I mean, I've got my Mego figures and all that, but there's so much Spider-Man stuff that comes out every day. And back when I started collecting, um, my first purchase as a collection to collect something was this guy. What's that? That is a Punisher watch. Let's see. There we go. Kind of got to hold it back by your face, but that's all right. Oh, yeah. back by my face? Yeah. They can see it there. There you go. Yeah. So that was, uh, that's the 1989, the very first Punisher uh, product that they put out was this watch. Okay. And so I bought two of them. So this one's never been opened. Uh-oh, you just opened it. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. Punisher. <laughs> Punisher, Punisher by Rolex. No, no, see. By Rolex. Yeah, it's, I have one on Punisher my, Noir. Well, I've, I've got like, what, 30 or 40 Punisher watches. So I have one of those trees at home. So the one that I wore every day, is, I still have that on the tree. But this is the unopened one. Awesome. So I'm going to dive people through your collection real quick oh, uh, yeah, in your room. It. You want to see your room? Because well, this room, which is... And, and just so we make sure that we're staying on theme here. Yes. Here's the first pick. See? Oh, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, remember? It's Punisher-Mandalorian combo. But now, where'd you get that helmet? Where does that helmet come from? That's that's a Pez candy dispenser <laughs> that I, I, I cut out and trimmed out the plastic so it would fit on that uh, Bowen statue. What did you do with the candy, though? <laughs> what did you do with the... Oh, yeah. No, actually, my granddaughter ate it. <laughs> okay, that's good. 
So there you go. We're tied in. Star Wars connected. All right. So here you go. Uh, this is just a little corner of your room. Um, we, we've got we've got a lot of statues. You got some now, Jackson General Giant Giants. Is that what that is? And uh, some of those mm-hmm. I don't remember. No, yeah. those are um, Bowen. Bowen. Yeah, I have all of the Bowen statues. Randy Bowen out of Beaverton, Oregon. Okay. Yeah, and but Jackson will appreciate the behind him on this side are three different. Amazing Spider-Man issue one twenty nines, and the one yep. on the t- on, the one on the top is an actual store copy. Oh mm. wow! Yeah, and now I do have one um, slaved at CGC. It's nine point eight, but I don't hang it up on the wall. Obviously, no. Dang, uh, Jensen. Oh. Now, do you do you uh, do you have the uh, Star Wars uh, uh, variant? Of that, the the kind of the the homage cover to that with Boba Fett. Yes, yes, I do. Nice, yeah, perfect. Of course, poetry. Jesus. It's like poetry. It rhymes. Yeah, <laughs> is that course. a different angle? Well, yeah, and is. actually, those uh, up there on the wall, I have the uh, German version, the Dutch version, the Mexican version. Oh my god, uh, that's the great. wizard copy. And my sister lives in Amsterdam, and my so my brother in law is always looking for Punisher stuff, and then that picture in the center my son got that for me and that's signed by stan lee and jay lee so that's kind mm. of a special piece that is a very special piece that's awesome uh here's a cool angle <laughs> punisher with the captain america oh it's, i had to put something up there and i had a skull and a captain america mask yeah we can't zoom in but that is an actual like human skull replica in there or something. <laughs> <laughs> not a real human skull all right we're not right. that gravy but yeah awesome tell me about this video game where'd you get that uh craigslist <laughs> <laughs> so you were looking for it oh i looked for that for years and years and then they came up with this thing called craigslist mm-hmm. and then i just would constantly put punisher as my search engine and then that came up and they wanted way too much money, and I kept watching it. And every month it would go down a hundred dollars. And finally, I was like, "I, I, you know, it's the video game or my marriage." And so I got the <laughs> I got the game, and she stuck around anyway. So nice, <laughs> love it. But that's the uh, 1991 version where Nick Fury is both a Caucasian and smokes. Oh wow! Yeah, interesting. It's a great game. Like kind of, is it like Ninja Turtle-esque or kind of side-scroller, kicking, yeah, shooting, fighting? Yeah, that's all it is. Nice. It, it takes about 15 minutes. I've, I've got it set up to where it's free play. So for for my granddaughter, it's like an hour to play. But for me, it's like 15 minutes. I just go through it real quick. <laughs> awesome. All right, here we go. We got to... Now, this is... This corner is going to be eliminated. Those are other Bowen statues. I have like the Moon Knight and... Spider-Man. You mean eliminated? Uh, no, they're going to go into the oh. other room. I have a three-bedroom. Oh, okay. So uh, that the, on both sides of that are Punisher, and that corner is all that's left of non-Punisher in that office. And so, but it's all superhero. Like, if you look, you'll see the Eagles chess pieces. I have the Marvel chess set there. Nice. And then... But that that whole corner, that's Bowen statues. The new Moon Knight movie's coming out, so that's yes. going to jump up in price. Beautiful. All right, and then you literally have like a store retail store <clears throat> spinner. 
Yes, oh, with toys on it. When the Bon Marche went out of business, I I went down and I bought. That's where I got the, where I hang my Punisher costume. Right. And then I bought that, which is a. It's just a display that sure. the Bond had, and it folds around, and I have a couple hundred toys hanging on that, but no duplicates. I do have variants. There are variants in the toys. Sure. Like one will have a curl. One doesn't have a curl. Oh, on the hair. Yeah, on, on Punisher's hair. hair. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Excellent. And then you're going to show that one off yourself, I think, aren't you? Why don't you do that right now? Yeah. Well, you could show the... Yeah, I'll put the pick up. But go ahead and throw, put it. show that you have it in hand, and then I'll put the pick up. Oh, okay. So there uh, it is. What is that? Uh, let me make sure. Let's see. I'm fighting the light. There it is. That's uh, CPL issue number eight. What's CPL? Uh, Comics Publisher Limited. Mm-hmm. And other places... You, You'll know it as uh, Charlton Publisher Limited. But this is the only story. And I have the whole story on the back. Let's see, Can you zoom in or no? Nope. Oh, no. That's really ghosted out. Oh, but, I have it right here. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, so that's... Uh, the story is only like two or three pages long. But it's a fanzine. And it was done by John Byrne. And oh. There's only supposed to be eight of these that are in existence. What? Yeah. So. Oh, I love John Byrne. Yeah, and it's so it's actually technically the the third appearance of the Punisher and the first solo story of the Punisher. Hmm. And, and, Beautiful. And of course, you know, you just got to track that stuff down. Now, Jackson, do you know what the very first appearance of the Punisher was in? Oh, well, was it in Spider-Man? Close. Uh, all those comics I have on the wall are the first appearance, technically, of Spider-Man as far as a story. But yep. in here, da, 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 this is technic- This is truly the first appearance of the Punisher because it's in an ad. It has the cover of issue 129. Amazing uh, issue and it says coming out next month in Amazing Spider-Man issue 129, The Punisher, a new character, da-da-da-da-da. Huh. And so technically, this is the very first appearance of The Punisher. That's oh, deep. That's deep. That is. That's nerd stuff. That is pretty <laughs> so good. Jackson that's good. It. I do like it. I do like it. So so that so that actually counts if you if you're grading it, they're gonna actually count that as first appearance no they they still count the okay the comic book yeah but the fact that his his drawn appearance and his name appear to me oh yeah in, yeah in an advertisement prior to the comic coming out to me that's actually a first appearance. yeah i mean it, awesome it, there's no story there it's just basically it's got two or three stories and oh the other thing that jackson would like is uh there's also a story by another young Canadian lad in here named Howard Chaikin. Uh, uh, as, as Andy would say, Kahakin. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Andy. Oh, well, wow. That's great. Good that was stuff. Good. That, was, that was a magical era back then. It was. It was. So tell yeah. me, so Rook, so, you know, you've got, You've got a room because we're all collectors. All the people in the chat are all collectors, yes. and 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 
you know what what gives what gives you joy about collecting other than kind of the look the completism because that is a joy right it is like going from start to finish and and saying that you can have something but what what is it for you that keeps you going out and and buying do you buy do you buy you know recent punisher things still or oh yeah yeah all the time yeah Uh, in fact this came in the mail today before i came to the show little little punisher pin yeah little chloe's name i bought three of them one to one to wear one one wear one, put up on the wall and one, one just in, in case package. oh or one to keep in the package yeah, yeah. save and put in the box <laughs> what is it <laughs> just keep it in the box there it is <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so so anyway so what's the what's the allure for you um originally it was that the punisher was such an obscure character there were no movies i mean the movie the Dolph Lundgren movie even when that came out it wasn't like there was a sudden onslaught of Punisher stuff. Mm-hmm. And so here was a character I, I knew I could collect some of it that I could focus on one character. He's not my favorite comic character. My favorite comic character is Jack of Hearts. And you weren't lying about that. No, no. I, I see. That's my favorite character. And then Moon Knight. It was the deadpan delivery that got that's, me. I thought he right, was, Jackson? Uh, I thought he was full of crap, too. <laughs> no, no. I, I, there are Marvel characters. I prefer Moon Knight. I prefer uh, Black Panther. I have every Black Panther appearance. Okay. But but the Punisher was that one character where he has the coolest logo. Sure. And you know, and the logo changes. So like this is the 2004 logo, but this right here is the 1984 logo. Move over cuz you're in front oh, of the mic. Yeah, there sorry. you go. There it is. That's a 1984 logo. This is the 2004 logo and the logo changes, but only like Slightly. a diehard fan would know. Sure. Yeah. I can't see it at all. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. All right. Well, um, but you know, there's, uh, we were talking earlier about what you do. Like you wanted collector tips. I could give you a couple of collector. Let's tips. have some collector tips. Yeah. Hold on. Hold yeah, on. Do oh, your shit. sound bite. Do I? Oh, it's over. Gee, I never know where it's going to be. Uh, uh, yeah. Let's do quick. Hello. What have we here? Collector tip. <laughs> been a while since i've hit that one yeah and uh, visual too yep it is good. okay uh first collector tip is once you own your statues buy this Ooh, a blush brush that's exactly what it is <laughs> i mean i mean i don't know what that is what are you talking about <laughs> yeah but uh this is how you keep your statues clean you just just it's so soft it won't affect the paint and chip on the older statues mm-hmm and uh, I have what, 18 Punisher statues alone. And then I have probably 60 superhero statues, other than, mostly Bowen. But, yeah, so this, it just takes the dust right off. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Probably a pretty inexpensive uh, tool. Because, you know, honestly, I never even thought about it because I had to have, like, a larger, like, a Swiffer or something. But it may not, it probably doesn't get down in there where you need it. Yeah, them, no, right? this gets right down in the cracks, and it, it gets it out, and then... The make sure you get a nice soft bristle brush and then mm. it, it's not abrasive on your statue. What, what grit though? What grit are we talking for bristle? Um, soft. Well, first off, it was a joke. Uh, you don't have to answer. Is a sandpaper I, I know. I made it up. See, I really don't know about blush brushes. Three thousand grit. I see. All right. <laughs> thank you. But what do we have here? <laughs> what's what's he... I, I... <laughs> Yeah, Paul. <laughs> he just uses leftovers from his eighties hair days. Good for him. Uh, 
but the other thing is, if you're going to go out looking for Star Wars or comic book related stuff and you're going to go yard selling, do not, A, first train your wife. Okay, what does that mean? Train your significant other. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your partner. Sorry. Whatever. Yeah. Whoever you're going out with. It could be your best friend. Sure. Yeah. Um, one, if like me, I go out looking for comic book stuff, right? So I don't wear anything that's comic book related. So I might have like a Dale Earnhardt t-shirt. That this I is wear. deep. This is yeah. a deep tip here. No, I, I wear a Dale Good. Earnhardt t-shirt when I go out looking for comic stuff. I'd never wear like a Spider-Man hat or a Punisher hat or any of that when I'm going to go yard selling and looking for stuff because I don't want them to automatically get it in their head. This guy knows about comics and I can sell this comic for more. And okay. then you get a stack of comics and you're like, oh, I don't know. I'm, my kid likes these. Yeah. Or my nephew. <laughs> Josh, I love the idea of, of Rook after he's just paid like a dollar for like a stack of like, you know, <laughs> Uh, like hundred dollar each comics. I love the I love the idea of him just like walking away and then all of a sudden turning like I secretly look Look upon the face of the Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. Well, my wife she goes when we first started doing you know like garage selling she'd go. I'd be talking to the guy over the side and I go, oh, I don't know much about this. And she goes, I thought that was that superhero you really liked. Oh. And I'm like, oh. oh. And you're like, fine, double the price. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, that's a good tip. So, oh, come on, you got yeah. more. What's one more? Give, me, give us one more tip. This will be the first time we've had three collector tips in one show. Oh, Come on. We got one blush nice. brush. We got two. I'm fascinated if with you, two, though. Two's great. Two's, two is two, two is I, you're playing chess while the other people are playing checkers. That's right. And that's I what like it is. That, I like that your go-to to be a non-comic fan or Dale is, is Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> that is great. Because <laughs> NASCAR fans don't collect anything, right? No, it's, no. they have a house just full trailers, speeding right, tickets, <laughs> speeding tickets. Number two, yeah, that like, like, yeah, the, that's the best. That's the, one of the finest tips I've heard because that's, that's less practical than any tip I've ever heard. Like, no, you don't think that deep. Like, yeah, yeah take your Star Wars shirt off if you're going out garage sailing. Yeah, if you're looking for that <laughs> item, like Star Wars or comic book related, don't wear comic book related stuff. Makes sense. Yeah, that's why I never wear cargo shorts when I go shopping for sandals. Uh, that's the thing is, is so what. Did that work? I don't know. It was as fast as I could come up with that. It was really good. <laughs> Let's see what the chat says about your work. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Goes, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not going to be good. Go. It, never, it never works for me. <laughs> so the, the thing is, is that, so you may down the road uh, want to be like Andy, where apparently he tells everyone he collects Star Wars when he's at the garage sales, and then he gives them a really fair deal but that's not me man if, if I, and if, if i can get a guy's full collection for 25 bucks and plus throw in a dewalt power drill wow yeah you know, that, now you're going for like wait just, a minute yeah, yeah this sound these details sound like this actually very happened specific yeah very specific yeah. He's like, if you don't give me that fork and knife that right, you hang on your right, wall right. plus your $25 set right. i have I, but, 
I have a comic book that sits in a safe deposit box that I bought for a quarter using this method. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. And oh, and, and Rook's like, oh, and could you throw in that safe deposit box? <laughs> no, it's it's at one of the lo our local banks, but it's which it's one? A, huh? What number? I'm not. Oh. I was joking. But it's Keith's favorite character. Oh, Captain America! Very oh, first chat. Mr. Jensen, uh, guest on our show a few shows ago, or was it? Oh, that's right. I don't even yeah. But uh, I have Captain America issue number one. And from, oh, from the 40s. crap! He's about to lose his. And it it's in a safe deposit box, so. If my house were to burn down and I lose everything, at least I can sell that to Keith. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean that I I could buy a house right now with it. Wow, and, wow! And trust me, I hear about it all the time. Oh, I'm sure you do. <laughs> sure you do. Keep on training. Yeah, it's like it's like when you have so many comics and the, your wife or your significant other says, you know, you know, you could get rid of those, and then you're you're like, yeah, and we could buy whatever but then i wouldn't have them there yeah. it is there's the allure that's there the allure is. then i wouldn't have them but i i'm bad about the like you guys were talking earlier about someone donating issue number ones of a series mm -hmm. why would you my brother used to purposefully pick up like issue number two and four of a comic series like the falcon or whatever and he would go here i got these comics for you knowing i would have to buy issue number one and three. Oh snap just to be mean huh yeah yeah <laughs> but that's the way you get a that's the way you get a lifelong comic reader yeah <laughs> get him get the hooks in him get the hooks in him get the hooks in him yeah all right what's your third tip uh i'm boy. putting him on the spot yeah Come it's kind of on the spot third tip would be uh how about how always about... have a way to to carry them home so that they're like I have a little crate that I hear mm -hmm. that it, it's a collapsible crate. And so I can always put whatever I want in that crate and it doesn't slide around or move around in my vehicle. That crate is set up for hauling. It's the perfect size. And it's legit. He's got a crate over here in the corner. Mm. It looks like a cooler, but, uh, no, it's an instant he crate. It he opened it up. There's down. zero beer. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. Costco. So I always have, if I'm, garage selling and looking for comics i always want to have a way to store them in my vehicle and not just put them in there with the other stuff i want them to be treated the moment i i purchase them then those are now my comics and i have to treat them like all my other children i see all two hundred thousand mm -hmm. plus or more who knows all right jackson you have any questions for this guy for because i'm like i'm the i'm the novice here i i actually i did like um yeah that's good right live that's, love that's, laugh yeah that's number three that's always number three <laughs> <laughs> no I, I that's great um and we were actually uh you know speaking of captain america uh we were talking a little bit before we started the show about uh mike zek um oh, yeah. who's uh yeah who's a illustrator um he's still he's still active uh but i mean he was i think his his he was probably at a zenith in the 80s and 90s, would you say, Brooke, right? Uh, 91, 92, yeah. yeah. But he's um, before he moved to France. Right. I mean, he, he was... Uh, so back back in the kind of the pre-internet days, um, you know, as we kind of joked, nobody knew how to pronounce pronounce uh, Sienkiewicz. It was always... 
Sinkowitz yes. or you know you would you would literally pronounce yeah every every consonant was uh, was pronounced um but uh so my i mean i love mike's ex art uh he oh. did some of the gi joe covers um he did he did captain america he did a lot of punisher um i just loved his action and the emotion on the, the character's face uh i always felt like okay i'm gonna meet this guy and he's gonna be he's gonna be extremely angry like he'll probably be yelling i don't know why it was it's kind of an irrational thing but that's the way i thought when i was a child and of course like i i he's coming to uh uh you know the fan expo up where i where i lived uh you know this is like five years ago and i was at the i was at the con with my daughter and she's a she's a huge uh captain america fan so i was like well we got to wait in line and and it was not a big line so we hung out there and like i got to the table and it, there was this you know quiet unassuming good-natured man behind the table i'm like where's my exec yeah he's like that's him <laughs> yeah i was expecting this guy to just be full of rage but he was so sweet and he saw my daughter was wearing a captain america shirt and he asked her if that was his favorite if that was her favorite character she said yes and he just pulled out one of those big giant prints uh, filled it out for her, to, you know, signed it to her and, and, uh, and gave it to her, you know, didn't even, it wasn't even, wow. Didn't I even sell like it, you know, like I, pay or, yeah. yeah. And I bought a couple of things from him. Um, I bought, um, his print of, uh, secret wars eight, which is like one of my favorite comics of all time. First um, but of Venom. It, yeah, exactly. The symbiote. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was, that was a really nice moment. And, um, you know, one of those, it, it, it it's it's just funny how like your mind as a child puts those think what <laughs> it's, it's, I, I shouldn't have put it up right, continue continue yeah, no. continue yeah. no i i that that's uh that was my mike zach story not, not so good <laughs> i don't good, know what no that's a great story no that's uh, look yeah. we always talk about that when you meet yeah. when you meet uh, not even your heroes just people that you respect right people mm. that you hope are are uh uh as good as as good as you think they are, and then they're even better, usually, yeah. you know? The one thing I hate about comics is crossovers, where two parts of the story are in this book, two parts are in oh, this, yeah. two parts. Yeah. But Michael Zeck does, by far, it's Craven. Mm -hmm. Are yep. you familiar with it? The Craven yeah. the Hunter? Yeah. It's in Web of Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, Paper. I have number one. That That's... that's but that six issues of the Craven, yep, is Michael Zeck does it. It is by far the best Spider-Man story, by mm -hmm. far. Mm. And Michael Zeck's art is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Zeck is so comic book guys. Is there a hierarchy as far as artists go when it comes to like the 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 type of let's say character or storyline that they'll do art for? I mean. What's the Jackson? What's the biggest name artist in the Star Wars comic book lines? Like who's who? Because you know what I'm saying. Like you've got you've yeah. got the the pros, and then you know you got the the guys that are just starting out. So maybe they'll get some not lower end comics, just comics that aren't as popular. Like who's a who's a a, a crossover artist that you may who's done well, major stuff that does like Star Wars comics? Well, I would say um, so. If you're talking about like overall. Um, the original line uh, had, 
I mean, you had covers uh, from Mike's. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Bill Sinkevich, um, sprinkled here and there, uh, and he he's uh, most recognized from his work on the New Mutants, Daredevil, Elektra, um, Thor, Thor. Yeah, it, it, yeah, and actually Walt Simonson uh, is another one who is uh, you know was mostly uh, well known for Thor and his run in Thor, but did a lot of Star Wars work now. Um, it's, you know, it, it's a title that, first of all, as, as we talked about in that Jackson five, where we talked about issue number one and how it was a movie adaptation and they weren't really sure if it was going to be a successful franchise at that time. Mm. So, uh, you didn't have a lot of, you were actually kind of, you had a talented group of people, but it wasn't necessarily the, the a list of talent. Um, and now Marvel, you know, understands that Star Wars is is a is is a guaranteed franchise, and they try to they try to get as many of the uh, of the kind of talent, the A list yeah. talents. I mean, I'm thinking like you know Mark Brooks, a uh, uh, current uh, artist, does a lot of great covers. Um, uh, Ashley Witter is uh, is the the artist that basically kind of. Did all of the uh, Doctor Afra uh, covers? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there, there's. I don't know if there's a hierarchy, uh, but certainly, like you know, it's a place where talented folks go. I mean, this is this is a franchise that uh, yeah. comic franchise that people, you know, every every artist and every writer knows that there are going to be eyes on their product. A lot of eyes. It's not. It's it's going to be in the top five of of sales. Uh, you know, every, every week, you know, um, that's just, and you want to, you want to be, I think as an artist, you want to have your work in front of that many people, you know, but you know, uh, those are all new artists like mm. Sinkevich. He's what makes him unique was that Marvel actually was like, he created a character called Warlock that yeah. he has this bizarre Warlock. sketch. Yeah. He has this bizarre sketchy art. And he's like, well, I just want to do this character in the most abstract way I possibly yeah. can. And no one else can do Warlock, right? It's exactly. Totally, it's totally his character. No one can even try to imitate yep. it. And that's and that's where Sankovich became into the hall of like the Neil Adams right. and the John Byrne and, uh, you know. Uh, Sankovich... Yeah, Sinkevich did the uh Frank Miller. Mike Zach. Did, yeah, Frank Miller. Yeah. He did the uh the Transformers uh, the first comic cover. Remember that? Oh yeah. I issue number 1 of that that limited yeah, series. That. Yeah. Um yeah, he, he, that Warlock is one of my favorite characters too. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's it's just it's like a it's always a fish out of water. Guess and that's smiling. The, oh, <laughs> so good. <laughs> come on no, I, I love it no i love it no i love it i i've, I've talked about this last time you were on jacks like i loved comics i just never they never latched on you know and and maybe that's a blessing obviously in disguise as far as you know just the headspace you got to keep for, oh my god that yep. you know um, yeah. but but it's fascinating to hear it because you give me a comic right now and you you tell me you have to read this comic and I'm not going to avoid it. I'm going to be like, absolutely, no. let me read it, you know. There, the, but I've read a lot of Star Wars comics, and there's only one comic I ever tell anyone they have to read that's a Star Wars comic. 
And I'm sorry it's not the appearance of Jackson. God dang it. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> no, just no, 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 no. <laughs> there were these books called Tag and Bink. Oh, yeah. Tag and Bink and, are dead. Yeah. And, and if you read no other Star Wars comic, Tag and Bink. Tag and Bink? Oh, God. Yes. Yeah. It's. Have you ever seen Lion King one and a half? No. Okay. It takes place where everything that goes wrong in the Lion King turns out to be Timon and Pumbaa's fault. I see. And this Tag and Bink, like, they're the two, just as a quick scene, but they're the two Imperial guards that go around behind the Emperor's chamber. <laughs> and they get on the backside and they go, I thought there was a door back here. <laughs> so you have that whole running scene. And in the, in the background bubbles, you have the Emperor and Darth talking to each other. And these two guys are stuck behind the Emperor's <laughs> chair. But it's they all, can hear everything. Yeah, they can hear everything, and it's like this ghost bubble in the background. And they're like, I thought there was a door back here. So did I. So that's that's where those two crimson guards, just when they walk around the emperor's chair, and they just go back there. That's Tag and Bink. And they're like that throughout the whole. And they, they picked up with the uh, prequels, too. And they had Tag and Bink in the prequels, but they're just brilliant. I thought you were going to go with Mad. Mad Magazine, like you had to read all Star Wars Mad Magazine. That's on the racks right now. I have it. Did you just pick it up? I got, no, I got it for Christmas. I got like the full, kind of the book that's got everything from the prequels. On the Maybe rack, not the sequels. On though. the rack, came out this week. Ah, yeah. he's already got it for him. Yeah. On the, on the rack this week is the Mad Magazine look at Star Wars. Okay. And it just came out on the rack this week. Well... Mine's over there in one of those bins. No, this is... I know, but my version, which I think probably goes from prequels through OT. Yeah, this and has no that, sequels, plus it has no E.T. and X-Files. Yeah. All right, yeah, so, yeah. So anyway, that's amazing. That's amazing. Okay. Right. <laughs> I love it. So Tag and Bink. All right, I got some because now I want to read Tag and Bink. Oh, it's... Can you find them anywhere? What do you think of it, Jackson? Yeah, it's... Uh, as Chris said, it they, they're, they're unintentionally... Uh, responsible for the <laughs> huge moments in the Galactic Civil War. It's um, is it what is it uh, uh, the Shakespearean equ equivalent is? Was it Rosencrantz and Guildenstern? Is that it? Yeah, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern aren't dead. Yeah, I can't read the chat for some reason. This computer isn't scrolling the chat. You're so. just here to talk, Rick. Don't I'm worry sorry, people. <laughs> don't touch the screen. Scroll with the yeah. Screen. It's it's a it's a unique type of Star Wars story for sure. That's great. All right. Now I'm going to do another commercial break because I know people have been here for a oh. while. If you want to stick around a little longer, go for it because I've been dying to do this for a while. Totally uncomic and or Star Wars related, <gasps> but it's on the it's on the thumbnail, so we have to get to it or else we're liars. Oh, no. But before we get to it, remember, Holocronicles and friends, lots of friends, by the way, are having a uh, charity auction, which is going to be so much fun. I have no idea how it's going to work. Jackson, I hope you can be there. You probably help with like putting pictures up or something, but we're gonna read in the chat. Uh, we've got an auction on August first, one p.m. Uh, Pacific, three p.m. Eastern. Is that even the right math? Four p.m. Eastern, wouldn't it be? I don't even know. We'll do it next time. <laughs> um, we're gonna be we're gonna be uh, doing this auction. I read some of the stuff that was gonna be there. I want to pick it back up because I know we stopped with the uh, Paul's collectibles. Thank you very much, Paul Anvos, first oh. order trooper helmet. And then we've got a Her Universe exclusive Java Salacious 
uh, holiday pin autographed oh. by Ashley Eckstein. What? That's from Framie. That's crazy. Wow. We've got an armor armorer pin by Punch It, uh, Punch it Chewy Press, which is awesome. Uh, I'm reading this, so forgive me if I'm flubbing here. Han Solo, Obi-Wan, Luke, 12-inch figures. Those are from Nick Milkey from the uh, Podcast of the Wills. That's awesome. Nice. Thank you. My guy. Tie Pilot. My guy, too, man. That guy's awesome. Tie Pilot uh, helmet Lego set from Gary Moore in the chat right now. Gary. So awesome, awesome donation there. Uh, Shadows of the Empire Outrider and Shadows of the Empire Swoop Bike from Scuba Pete. I mean, I... Wow. Hold on. Hold on. I'm right, it's right here. Look, there's a swoop. Oh. Can you see it? I know I got to hold it back by my face. Here's a swoop bike. Hold on. Yeah, can you grab me? There we go. So we got a swoop bike. Uh. Beautiful. Uh, is, am I saying the right? No, this is a, the box. Sorry, this is a cruise missile trooper. I don't know who that's from. But um, you lied to me. I did. Here's a swoop bike. Sorry, I was just oh, reaching and grabbing. There it is. Oh, Not that's bad. it. There's a swoop bike right there. And then, like I just read. This, oh my gosh, Dash Rendar's Outrider. <laughs> so good. Oh it's so good. This game ran my life for a year or two uh, and ran Andy's even more. He named his kid practically after it. So um, awesome. Uh, let me keep going. Let me keep going uh, here, Jackson. I got some more stuff here. Oh, We've okay. got, oh, there it is. It, sorry, that's what I grabbed the wrong one. The, the, uh, the, the Rook is running away. Get him. He's he's out of here. The cruise missile trooper. We've oh, got yeah. the uh, from also from Scuba Pete. We've got a prototype retro Boba Fett in stores now. If you can find them, but we've got one for you if you can't, uh, which is awesome. Uh, and like I said, uh, we, look at we got some Mandalorian. Oop, sorry about that. It's fine. Uh, we got some Mandalorian retro figures here. Oh, and guess what, guys? I even I have not even added my stuff yet. Which is still in bins. That's the theme of the show. Wait a minute, Josh. Are you bin. are you putting up some of your um, your your famous black series? I could be. I could be Jackson. Oh, that's I a scoop be. right there, everybody. Uh, there's a Dominic Pace uh, signed autograph. Actually, two. See. Oh, and wait a minute. Oh, Dominic Pace Gecko. The Gecko himself. The Gecko himself, and uh, and more so it's gonna be a fun auction oh and rook would you help me would you please grab that falcon for me thank you rook we, when Most we have assuredly. our when we have our guests on we make them work <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the hall of chronicles right uh yeah go ahead rook you're holding it up here it comes he's bringing it in just a gorgeous actually i have to be honest when i picked it up I said that. I said, uh, "Oh wait, I'll get that." Yeah, thank you, Jackson. I said, uh, "I said, man, that's really nice. That's pretty." So look at the uh, landing gear on that thing. Landing gear on that thing's good. Stickers are in pretty good shape. We got a little here or there, and then Rook carefully level it out and just try and flip that back off, would you? Because I think I could hear it sliding around in there. Yeah, there's stuff in. Yeah, I just so saw. I, I just saw Rook give you a look like you tell me to be yeah. careful. You tell me to be careful, you idiot. Oh, what's in there? Oh, no, he put it on. See that? Grab that little dude right there carefully off the deal. Yep. There you go. Okay. It's got it's got the training ball. That's huge, people. That's huge, people. Oh, you can see it swinging. Wing, 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 wing. 
Training ball. Decals look awesome inside. Holy cow. Someone applied them properly. I'll tell you what. Even if my childhood vintage Millennium Falcon existed and was in pristine shape, so those decals would have sucked. Oh, my I God, put, yeah. I put them on. So, yep. yeah. <laughs> Wait, by awesome. the way, do, do the batteries work? Uh, we haven't. I, I'm sure they do because Andy is the battery expert as well. But we obviously keep the batteries out when not yeah. uh, actively testing them so that's an excellent tip by the way there's an excellent tip don't oh, leave your look seat at that see batteries like oh, to explode that yes. is gorgeous gorgeous yeah good stuff so um we're super excited to have everyone there have a great time look bring your wallet man because for one you're gonna get one of these awesome pieces and for two it goes to an excellent place uh, taking care of children that are sick and doing the most phenomenal job um, at least in our area that you can that you can do to take care of kids. They truly care about kids. As a matter of fact, sometimes it's like, man, are these people for real? They're that good. They're that nice. They're that wonderful. And there is a beautiful falcon. So yes, mm -hmm. there you go. All right. There's there's my promo. There's my promo. Um August 1st. Join us at 1 p.m. our time and you figure it out what time it is where you're at. <laughs> We're in the Pacific. I think I screwed the time. It's one to four, right? It's three hour difference. What an idiot. Um, I was going fast. I had a lot of stuff to build today. Hey, hey Josh, anytime you need to know what, what the time is on the East Coast, just I will just call you. Call. I'll call, call you. Jackson, hey, how's it going? Hey, man, what's the time, brother? Uh, no, no, no. You, mean, you, like, pretend like you actually want to talk about something. You're like, yeah, 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 yeah that's great. Well, hey, can you do me a favor? Could you just look down on your watch? If your family was doing good, what time would they be doing good at? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, All right. Gosh. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So thank you very much. Thanks for thanks for everyone who's been in the chat. Now we're on to, to what I would call just a little conversation with Rook about my favorite. I'm putting you on the spot, but you'll pull it out. Don't worry Are about it. Are you going to do my spinner? Oh, God dang it. Thanks, Rook. <laughs> Easy. Everybody Easy. in the chat's waiting for the spinner. There it comes. My bad. My bad. It's a beautiful one, not too. Yet. Not yet, because I don't want the butt shot. And you do the butt yes! shot. Yes! Nice. That's how it works. That's how it works. Here it is. Rook, tell them about this. Oh, yeah. Francis Castle, the <laughs> Punisher. He not only is the Punisher, but he will punish her. He's got <laughs> oh two God. guns and a gun in the back. <laughs> by Sideshow Collectibles. By this side is show. a limited edition. 1,000 pieces were produced. This is piece number 242. Love it. <laughs> oh, Keep going. Oh. Hey, it's not as easy as whoever does that makes it look. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I'm trying yeah. to keep it clean. You're doing you're doing a great job. Yeah. <laughs> he just talked about his gun in the front. Uh, yeah, he sure yeah. did. Uh uh <laughs> all, all real cloth. All real cloth, baby. Yeah. All Look. His, all his bullets are painted on. He's all the grenades are detachable and ready for a Every bomb. Every last one. If you know what I mean, ladies. If you know what I mean. Look, if he's pointing at you, you're about to be punished. Here he comes. He's coming back around. <laughs> Check out the triceps on this guy. He'll be doing push-ups all night long. Anything else you want to add to that, Rook? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. No, this is a this is a this guy's huge. I don't think he's a one-six scale. This guy's a monster. I said he's one-six scale, and it's a 19-inch statue. Whoops, my bad. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's huge. That's I huge. Ju- it's just, just I know huge. you guys always do the sideshow, and I figured that's my only uh, Punisher sideshow piece. So. No, he's an amazing piece, man. He's yeah. amazing. He is the Punisher. As I just as always like the fact that the, they do all the cloth. You have real cloth. And, yep. And um, even the in the handguns, the magazines come out, and the bullets are painted in the magazines, and then he has all the extra magazines that go in his jacket and it's yeah like all the grenades are actually small everything's shaped and it's all put together it's pretty that cool sideshow man that sideshow yeah. and sometimes i even feel like hey guys come on enough little parts i mean i'm a full-grown adult but i'm dropping and losing these things all the time you know and sometimes they give you too much like you have to do outfit changes throughout the month i guess so you can have different displays well, after they did this Punisher, then they started doing the things where they gave you options on hands. Yeah. So you could change out your hands yeah. and faces and heads and stuff. So this is one of the early sideshow. Yeah. So this is like a, a big statue too, though. Yeah. That's that's beautiful. All right. There. We did the spinner. Golly. I almost forgot. Yeah. See? Andy leaves. Everything goes to crap. I can't okay, even remember so a spinner. Now you're going to embarrass me. No. I'm I not. thought that's where you're going. I'm not going. Didn't to it sound like you. that, Jackson? No, I was going to. Uh, generally, that's what happens. Oh, Look, okay. here's the deal. We've had Rook <laughs> in here. He knows enough about Star Wars to be dangerous. He knows mm-hmm. enough about the Punisher to destroy you or punish you. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, comics yeah. in general. Yeah, comics in general. Look out. But there's one other thing that you're a near expert in, if not an expert, and that is what everything or sasquatch <laughs> I, see, I knew he was just gonna go like i'm an expert in a lot of things Josh. <laughs> Same thing. let's talk lord of the rings bigfoot yeah bigfoot so you're a big bigfoot fan right yeah. well i had an encounter that's what i want to hear about oh okay so uh that's actually what caused me to have a podcast okay and we just wrapped up our third year of a podcast but it's not a bigfoot podcast we talk about birthday cake and and punisher and yeah uh i you said birthday do... cake twice is this a common theme on your cast <laughs> it really is <laughs> look at me <laughs> so I, I can't read comments That's it's okay they're, they're not talking about you let's oh, put okay. a birthday cake on the spinner <laughs> i know oh yeah. yeah oh yeah <laughs> so uh no it's just so i hadn't i had an encounter and i just was excited to tell people about it and then titus had an encounter but his was on video so he actually we actually have film footage from his Mm -hmm. and because we were just hanging out all the time together and then i went you know what i'm gonna do a podcast so we i just got on ebay and i bought like the cheapest microphones i could and i just tried to i just like you were going oh well i'm thinking about doing a podcast too and i was like okay that's cool but i just went well, yeah. I, I'm going to not think about it. I just got to jump in. And if it gets better in time, it will. And it hasn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> but now we've added bits and we've we've changed it. But so with Sasquatch, uh, what it was is I was, uh, my son who recently passed away, he and I, in the summer, we used to go hiking the last week of July. I do this minimalist hiking and we drove up. My wife took us up 21 miles to the end of a road, and then we hiked about seven or eight miles in and set up camp in a canyon. Well, no one knew where we were because we didn't really know where we were, right? right? 
And uh, I was at that time I was working graveyard. So when about two o'clock in the morning came by, I was wide awake. My son had kind of drifted off to sleep, and I heard this screaming monkey. Like it, the loudest, deepest, you could feel it in your teeth sound. And I mean, I'm like, I'm up. And now I just, some people say well, mountain lion. No, but I've heard mountain lion. Okay. I've heard bobcat and I've heard fox. I mean, I'm, I, I go out and I hike me and a knife and a tent. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, but the, okay, here. Let me follow it up, and now you'll know it wasn't a mountain lion. I, I know. I'm just playing devil's advocate for oh, the crowd here. Advocate. Don't don't fight me. I fight just had them. a whole podcast about all right, all right, devil's all right. advocate and how they <laughs> no longer do it. I see. I in, see. In the Catholic Church. I see. As of 1989. Thank you. So the, stay on target. <laughs> yes, stay on target. <laughs> stay on target. So the, uh, after about a half hour or so, my... Because I came up out of the tent with my handgun. I was like, sure. what's going on? And my son's like, what is it, Dad? What is it? And I was like, oh, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's not a big deal. And then uh, he's like, why do you have the gun? And I'm like, oh, you know, just in case. Go back to sleep. So sure. he went back to sleep. Well, we were in a, a canyon with sheer walls on both sides. So I would say they're at least 20 feet high on both sides. And um, I had jumped into a creek and had him zip line down the bags and then he jumped into the creek because the creek had a deep pool. So I knew that no one could get down to us. So like I said, about a half hour later, uh, that pool was an isolated pool. The rest of the creek was probably four to five inches deep of water, something through a big rock. And you know, when you throw a rock in a creek it has that, that, clattering sound yeah like that something had thrown a rock but it had to have thrown the rock over us because the other bank was muddy and the bank side that we were on and this but when i say it was a screaming ape sure it, it was an ape sound so i mean so i didn't see i didn't have you didn't see it yes but how many things can throw a rock that had to be at least a 10 pound rock that landed about four feet past me into a shallow bed of a creek. From how far away? It would have had to been, I don't know, 20 feet. Yeah. So it would It's have a heck had, of a shot put. And, yeah, and it would have had to arc yeah. over me to land in the stream. And so what was the next day like? Well, the next day was going to be the end of the trip anyways. So, so you just left that night? No, no, no. <laughs> I No, I just didn't sleep. Cause, but it wasn't a big deal to me because I worked graveyard, so sure. I was used to that. Sure. I mean, when it, this all happened was like would normally be my lunchtime. Mm-hmm. So, so that mm-hmm. spurned you to do kind of your own show, and now you attend, you know, at least locally, and, and I know you've gone further out to go to some of the Squatch Fests, fests and all that. And, that's, that. and does that become another collecting type of scenario for you where you're, you're collecting stories, really, right? You're going out there and you're talking to people, sharing experiences. Yeah, I, I do do that. I mean, I'm... It's, but I don't bring it. I mean, I don't. I'm collecting them. I'm not. I right. haven't put them up on my podcast yet. Right. But I do interviews like with Bob Gimlin and stuff like that. I'll I'll interview them. But it depends on how personal it is, and I don't want to step on anyone's toes. And then there's a lot of wackadoodles, man, and that's kind of fun to interview them too. Sure, sure. Because like I had an actual encounter, and 
but I didn't have a physical in the sense that I didn't see, but mm -hmm. something threw a rock and it was a big rock and there was definite verbiage involved. But like Titus's, you, there's a call and response. And I've listened to it. Yeah, it's And crazy. it's terrifying. I would like to hear it. No, I've listened, Jackson. So I, I actually got to hear it. You know, I, uh, when, Rook, we've talked about this before, but anyway, then we talked in private and we had Titus and he went and get, got his phone and Titus is a, a very highly technical dude. Um, just kidding. Uh, oh, no. But but he he gets his phone and we finally get the video up. And and of course, the video is not it's it's mostly audio that you're getting from that. Yes. At least what I saw. Yeah. So and the audio is hair raising. And you're like, well, what is that? You know, now you're thinking someone's messing, but there's no messing. I know where they're at. And, and Rook and I know where they're at. This isn't a place. This is out in the woods. You, and you went there. It's not as if somebody brought you there. You know what I'm saying? So nobody knew where they were. And this is a weird, really weird Well, where sound. he's at is 40, 40 miles off of Ocean Beach Highway, which we know it as a highway, but it's yeah, just... Yeah, it's a two-lane road. Yeah, it's just a two-lane road. I mean, yeah. it's not like it's off of I-5. Sure. It's actually way up in the woods where Titus's incident happened. Yeah. And... Uh, so that got you intrigued. Well, the next day we went there and I wanted to check for, you know, any spore at all, you know, footprints, whatever. Yeah. And then when we did, I said, okay. And I had his video and I walked the position. Well, where we thought that it was like crouched down in the bush was actually on the backside of a hill. And it would have had to have been about 10 foot tall to, for that voice to come from that spot. But luckily we had the video he was right next to his truck. And he also has video footage of something throwing a rock and hitting the side of his truck as yeah. he leaves. Yeah. Which is crazy. What? Yes. Yeah. And I, I witnessed that. And see, I'm kind of getting chills right now. Now, again, look, for the naysayer, which, you know, could be me. It would be like, all right, so somebody's messing with you. But but th these are ridiculous areas in the Northwest. If you where go where we live... Especially as you go along the Columbia River, where we live, if you go off the beaten trail, like no population-wise, the undergrowth in the Northwest is almost impenetrable in certain areas. Like you can't walk into the woods, you know. Yeah. You you have to hack your way through underbrush. So. Well, where my encounter was was thirty-five miles off of the off road. Right. Right. Know? So it's right. it's not like someone's going to just come across. And we had put out our fire by. Geez, probably four hours before I even heard that scream. So there, there's some, we got some believers in the room, Rook. So don't worry. Ah, the skunk ape. We got some sound and squatchy. Um, but yeah, right. I mean, so anyway, and we're in the heart of it, man. This is where, this is where it all began down in, where at in Oregon? Uh, what's the name of that creek or whatever? Uh, or the uh, famous video? No, no, that's a Willow Creek in California. California, sorry. Well, just no, that's northern. No, Cal. no, no, that's not where it began. Oh, see. Willow Creek is when Bob Gimlin and Roger Patterson filmed Patty. Okay. But it began in Kelso, Washington, at a place called Ape Caves, and it was uh, two guys from Longview and two guys from a little off community of Kelso called Lexington. That in 1928, July of 1928 that they were all attacked by apes up in Ape Canyon, which is going towards Mount St. Helens. Right. right? I've walked they, through the caves. They No, no, no. That's Those are the Ape Caves. This is Ape Canyon. You don't walk to Ape Canyon. Oh, you don't? Why no. did those guys do it? 
So they were they were up there prospecting. <laughs> I see. All right. All right. Yeah, they were prospectors. And so the first and then they came into town and said what happened was they were attacked that their cabin got attacked by uh, apes and that was the first kind of like 1928 in uh they were from Longview and from Kelso in Lexington. And people have been faking that they're Bigfoot ever since. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. Okay, this is interesting. So we have uh, over 10,000 known casts, Bigfoot casts. Right. If, let's say that 99% of them are faked, that's still 100 casts that are not faked. Okay. So, I mean... I, I can you um, you're playing the odds then. Well, if there are five thousand casts of Bigfoot, and all but one of them are fake, that means the one is not fake. I, right, right. Which means so you would have to have. I mean, you can go to the Sasquatch Museum and look, but the you would have to have all of those casts would have to be faked. And I have a cast at home. Do I, you? I have the Patterson Gimlin cast at home. Yes, I did. <laughs> Next show on the Hollow Chronicles. No. All right, well, Rook, that's a fascinating story. Thanks for telling it. I like I said, this is at, this is like Hollow Chronicles after hours, where we go past the one hour mark, and then we tell over the. Is it past one hour mark? Oh, you damn oh, right. Yeah. I want to. I want to hear the sound though. I, I really like. I'm curious. So, so uh, did you guys do that sound on your show? Uh, I don't know if we did. No, my sounder. Uh, Titus's. Okay, well, Titus's isn't that scary. That, but other than the fact that you can definitely tell that it's a monkey. Mm-hmm. And and we in fact we took that sound, we took Titus's phone to the Oregon uh, State uh, Primate Institute, which actually I don't know why it's Oregon State, but it's located in an area here outside of Longview called Coal Creek. And the lady listened to it and she said, "Yes, this, that does in fact sound like an ape." Okay. And I, and I said, "But that's from Abernathy." And she goes, "Well, before you ever ask, no, we've not had any primates that got loose from the." primate center there and it's just not it's probably 10 minute drive from here but they have orangutans and gorillas sure. and chimps and she and i said you've never had any primates get loose she goes never she goes it's not that kind of a place it's not a like a zoo it's an actual place where they do rehabilitation and and research on on the primates and i was like oh okay and then she, i said so off the record what do you think and the lady told me, she goes, off the record, I'll tell you what, we have call and response across the canyon oh. that call to the primates in their facility. And she, and I was like, what? And she goes, she goes, I'm not going to, because we were going to have her on the podcast. Yeah. And she goes, I can't do that. I'm a professional. But to me personally, she said, yes, they have had call and response from a primate across the canyon calling to the apes that are in her facility weird and causing them to yell back and forth and i'm like okay that, huh. that's not gonna end well they're, te yeah. they're teaching them they're teaching them the codes <laughs> i know how this ends i've seen enough Speaking science which, fiction i know how it ends I'm done we're doomed. <laughs> we're doomed i know what it ends right now hang on <laughs> this for too long and jackson just said it so here you go from one collector Ooh. to another and i know you're a big planet of the apes fan and I am plus a huge huge planet, planet, of, the planet of the apes fan and this is this is a guy 
What's the price tag say? I can't see it. How much is on eight dollars? Eight whole dollars. Uh, down from sixteen ninety five, by the way. Um, but nice. or maybe ten ninety five. Eight whole dollars for this beautiful gorilla sergeant. Includes rotating display stand in case you want to keep that bad boy spinning on the nightstand. Yeah. Uh, so so oh, there yeah. you go for Bigfoot, uh, a Sasquatch collector, and a adamant Planet of the Apes fan, and a a, a perfect segue from Jackson. There it is. There's your uh, straight from straight from uh, Josh's personal haul. It's the best. You get 99% Star Wars, and then there's a Planet of the Apes in the middle there. Yeah, that's brilliant. No look, cap. Sorry, the cap's missing. I, I we never. No, had no, one. but it's it's hard to find plastic this yellowed in. Plastic is loved. Oh well, uh, Jackson. Thank you so much for sticking around with us. Yeah, uh, thank you, Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, Rook. Thanks to everyone in the chat that that stuck around too. Uh, you guys are awesome. Fun story after hours. Uh, Holo Chronicle, or I guess uh, what do we, we say after the show? Hollow Chronicles, uh, and and then Rook, thank you for all your collective stacking stuff up so you can't be seen. Uh, thanks for uh, some great collector tips. I, for, I forgot the cameras are some great collector tips. Uh, we got the blush brush. We got the dress up like Dale Earnhardt fans. If you don't, <laughs> if you want to buy comic books, and then uh, actually Jackson, didn't you have the third one, or was that just live love laugh? Live love uh, yeah, laugh. That was yeah. it. That was from Sam Spuno most. Uh, I don't know who that idiot is. Just don't tell um, him who. Yeah, Sam. Oh, just, eat, eat, just don't eat. tell him you're what you're into. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Eat, pray, collect. Yeah, eat, eat pray, pray collect. collect. And uh, with the with the with the uh, absence of Andy, I guess no. I guess I will get the honors. Or would one of you like to take it um, as we close the show here? Uh, but there's always something we say at the very end. Rook, you want to take this one? Hold on, I'm gonna, if you got it, you got it. Oh, oh, you got him. Thanks, Jackson. Go play with your toys. Ooh, hoo, hoo, that was good. Uh -huh.